You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take a 
African Perspectives, where we review the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Tymeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, 
Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So he poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Shemhotep means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good. <laughs> okay, family. Good morning. Good morning, African world. I love the African world. Good morning, African world. You're listening to Baba Oshi. <laughs> morning African world you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com and I am your host Baba Oshi Hotep family hope everything is well with you today hope you had a good day yesterday on Kujichagalia and you 
Try to do all the things you wanted to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. And I hope the weather was accommodating for you to do it. But if it wasn't, and then you had to get it done, you got it done because that's the kind of brother and sister that you is. And that's why we love you. Abaragani, Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Abaragani, my brothers and sisters, Ujima. Let's work together. Remember, the underlining theme of Kwanzaa is unity, Umoja, constantly bringing us together to do things together. Unity, Umoja. Of course, uh, as it says in the uh, <coughs> collective work and responsibility to build and maintain our community together and make our sisters and brothers problems our problems and to solve them together and of course I'm going to give you and then uh, a sovereignist interpretation of the Guza Saba by Mama Marimba I want to thank Mama Nabantu no I want to thank Sister Inia, Mama Inia, uh, Baba Baruti well you know they canceled the um, the Kwanzaa presentation on uh Good models of of the rites of passage program, the fundamentals, rights fundamentals, that was supposed to happen on uh, Saturday, but um, that they had they had to cancel it. So that was going to be at the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore, which I'm going to be going by there. So I got to prepare for my presentation of Kwanzaa, and I want to thank Mama Nabantu for sending me the other Kwanzas that are going to be at the. New Black Wall Street Market. <sighs> Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. And of course, uh, we just have my program every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And <clears throat> Time for an Awakening on Friday at 8 p.m. and on Saturday at, uh, excuse me, on Sunday at 7 p.m. Time for an Awakening. Yeah, like I said, this past Sunday we had a tribute to Dr. William Rogers and uh, had many speakers. Very good. And I'm going to do the same thing, so I hope those brothers and sisters will reach out. I'll reach out to them. I hope they'll call the program so we can have dialogue on the life of Dr. William Rogers. Other programming we have here. Well, no, this is the stuff that we do. We make these announcements. You know, I make these announcements because I'm hoping that maybe one of these announcements that you may want to support, you know, at least give knowledge to and check it out, you know, like the We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses, webuyblack.com. So you can get everything you need from American African-owned businesses, webuyblack.com. Brothers and sisters, go to webuyblack.com. Dot com. Check it out for yourself. All right. And of course, Africa for the African with Brother Bamani Tahimba. He is in Ghana. As we're speaking, he'll come back on the 5th. He's in Ghana. Come back on the 5th. And uh, his next trip after that is March 30th to April. March 30th to April 10th. And he's going to Ghana. <laughs> he's going to Senegal and Gambia. Senegal and Gambia. Then the next trip will be May 24th to June 5th going to Ghana. Then July 20th to July 30th to Rwanda. November 16th to the 27th to Tanzania. 
And then December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azenia. And then March 29th to April 9th, Liberia. Brothers and sisters, everything you need is on the website. You have an opportunity to invest in, and, to, and, and, and to repatriate and to just un- understand the communities that they have, that they're linked up with. <clears throat> All the information is on the website, brothers and sisters, to make a trip of a lifetime. Even if you don't go with Brother Bomani of African for the Africans, you know, that information is still pertinent because when I went uh, back in 2019, everything I needed was at the website. So just downloaded that stuff and took care of business, man. Got my shots and got my visas and everything like that. So Africa for the Africans. If you want to see pictures, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. You want to see videos, youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Brothers and sisters, Africa for the Africans.org. Habasha. Habasha Incorporated. Habasha stands for helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. Habasha Incorporated.org. You know, in the Kashi Project, the Kashi Project, and 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 um, is is beautiful family. There are pictures of it. So go to habashaincorporated.org, dot org. Take the pictures out. You know, they had the programs, particularly here in, in in the states, here in Atlanta, particularly Habasha Works program, Black to Our Roots, Sustainable Seeds, Golden Growers, and Urban Green Jobs. A lot of it's just <clears throat> that, so we can come familiar with the land and grow food and do things for ourselves. Habashaincorporated.org. The LEDGE program. LEDGE stands for Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. LEDGE. You know, they deal in the four areas of human necessity, of human importance, of human <laughs> sustainability, which is food, water, clothing, and shelter. Gotta have it. They have 12 projects in six different African countries with over 170 employees globally. And over 260 members become a member of the Ledge Group. In fact, if you become a member, last time I talked to Peter Brown, it's still in effect. If you become a member, you can buy land in Tanzania. Yeah, who knows what land that you could purchase might be, you know, near the Serengeti. You can see wild animals sit on your porch in the distance with your binoculars. <laughs> you don't want to run it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you can have maybe the land is by Kilimanjaro, you know, and you can look at the mountains, the snow-capped mountain of Kilimanjaro. Who knows? But brothers and sisters, go to the Ledge Group Land for the Environmental Development of Group Economics. Abibiatumi, A B I B I T U M I, Abibiatumi dot com. They have a new uh, <clears throat> homepage and um, good information. BBATumi.com. I'm waiting for because a lot of times you know come, understand brothers and sisters this is coming from Ghana and so sometimes there's a little bit of a wait but once you get it going you know it's beautiful it's a beautiful homepage you know in fact it says Bibiatumi is about continuing the work of our ancestors by rebuilding Kemet the land of the blacks and restoring Ma'at restoring Ma'at Abibi Atumi is dedicated to the complete and total liberation of African people and modern Kemet, the black land, the black people of the black land throughout the Kemet New Black People world from under domination by Eurasians and their anti-African, anti, 
collaborators, those Negroes. As such, B.B. Toomey seeks to reclaim and or recreate systems and tools designed by comedic people, people of the benefit for comedic people, for African people, in the interest of complete and total African liberation, self-determination and self-preservation and survival in each and every area of human activity. I say, a BB to me family, a BB to me dot, dot com. Why join BB to me for social education networking? BB to me social education is about continuing the work of our ancestors by rebuilding and, of course, to connect like minded individuals for the purpose of networking around total connect. African liberation and under the pale Eurasian <laughs> that's right get up get ourselves from out under the pale Eurasian white domination to provide opportunities to individuals authors organizations to put into remote services that benefit African people social education BB <clears throat> Toomey functions as a virtual learning center for those of us who wish I'm going to get to that part because it's, it's frozen again It'll come up real soon. To, you know, it just does that. And there it is. And there I go. You know? And it says here. All right. Yes. It functions as a virtual learning center for those who wish to reclaim African languages, customs, and lifestyles. You know, you can learn African languages. I know my uh, brother Rick who calls. That's what he talks about. That's what we need to do. I, it is my suggestion to us learn Kiswahili. You know? Abibi Atumi has our main platform is already set up in a metaphor for a conference space. There are different rooms that participate and can't enter through the conduct uh, classes and specific ones can be created to host your class. Yeah, that's it, brothers and sisters. A BB Atumi. A B I B I T U M I. A BB Atumi dot com. Go there and make that. Because you can, you can listen to this program off of BB Atumi dot com. That's right. You can listen to uh, this program, Time for an Awakening for African Perspectives. So, yep. All right, brothers and sisters. It's my pharmacy. It's my pharmacy. Contact Brother Jabril. And since this is the beginning of so supposedly the beginning of a new year it really shouldn't be that but you know to me once we come into our own what I, what I mean by that once we are securely sovereign as a people we change it we change the calendar you go ahead and keep your calendar we can go back to the comedic calendar which is the oldest calendar in the world this is not 20 uh 22 this is the year 6253 check it out for yourself if I'm off a few years, please rescue me if I'm wrong. Okay, go to the comedic calendar, six thousand two hundred, and but you can give brother Jabril, brother Jabril a call because maybe you want to change your lifestyle. You want to get off those drugs and so forth. Well, give him a call at seven three one three two seven six two two nine. That's seven three one three two seven six two two nine. It's my pharmacy. If you want to drop him an email, go to. You know, drop me an email at Smy Pharmacy, S M A I F A R M A C Y at gmail.com. Smy Pharmacy. And of course, Brother Moses West and the Moses West Foundation.org. And this is the Jackson, Mississippi Water Rescue 
Moses West Foundation. In fact, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Brother Apollo, Brother Apollo sent me, you know, they, they have, they had a, um, at the UN, and this brother named Bill, uh, I can't remember his last name, but he's speaking on behalf of, uh, let me see if I can play it for us. It's only about three minutes long. Good morning. I call to order this meeting for consultations of the Committee on Non-Governmental Organizations with organizations that have consultative status with the Economic and Social Council, ECOSOC, as mandated by ECOSOC Resolution 1996-31. Distinguished delegates, representatives of NGOs present in New York and those joining us through video conferencing from Geneva, Vienna, and Santiago, as well as representatives watching this event through our webcast. I am delighted to welcome you to the meeting for consultations between the committee... This call may be recorded or transcribed. ...and NGOs in consultative status with ECOSOC. The evolving relationship between NGOs and the United Nations. I would like to extend a particularly warm welcome to Her Excellency Ambassador Lachesara Stoyeva, President of the Economic and Social Council. We're very pleased to have her among us today. I now call upon the distinguished representative of School News Nationwide. You have the floor. His Excellency, President of the 77th Session of the General Assembly and Her Excellency, Undersecretary General for Global Communication. My name is Bill Tinglin, representing the Moses West Atmospheric Water Initiative. The United Nations General Assembly proclaimed the International Decade for Action in its resolution 71-222 from 2018 to 2028. All can agree that water is a fundamental part of life. Populations are growing, agriculture and industry are getting more water intensive, and climate change is worsening. Without a functioning, resilient water cycle for everyone and everywhere, human health and environmental integrity will constantly be threatened, and a sustainable, equitable future will remain out of reach. It is with joy that I inform you that the Moses West Foundation Resolving the World's water crisis through its atmospheric water generation system. Mr. Moses West, a valiant American soldier, inventor, scientist, traveled the world and saw the destruction and devastation, human suffering, and starvation due to the lack of clean drinking water. Driven to provide drinking water to everyone, Mr. West invented the atmospheric water generator system. It extracts moisture from the atmosphere, condenses it, and turns it from gas into liquid. For more than 10 years, we have been significantly supplying United States government and the national, international, local populations. We are first responded during critical periods of water shortages, contamination, depletion, and loss of local supplies. With our collaborative mechanism, we can abundantly ensure water for all. The best time 
to stop the down spiral of multifaceted water crisis was yesterday. But the second best time is now, and we're able to provide water free to the world. Thank you. Yes, how about that, huh? The Moses West Foundation providing water free to the world. You know, what should be logical is that the United Nations and all the countries around the world provide ability for Moses West to produce massive amounts of water machines and to put those water machines into the most needed places first and then elsewhere. Now, what could be problematic, but not so, is that your atmosphere is contaminated so as the moisture in your atmosphere. But when it goes through the filtering process, when it goes through that process, you, you open the tap and out comes clean drinking water. And that's been proven. So, yep, clean drinking water. Other programs we have, well, other announcements, let me put it that way. Wadada is Healthy Market and Juice Bar located here in the, in the uh, west end of Atlanta. I'm Ralph David Abernathy. They serve delicious smoothies, fruit drinks, all kind of good stuff. Even have vegan food on Saturday and Sunday for your dietary delights. It's located once again at 878 Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard. And the number to call is 404-444-1635. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar, located right across the street from Soul Veg, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. I was trying to find what day they were having Kwanzaa, because I did see something that one day they were having Kwanzaa, but basically the Shrine has been closed. But it is open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can get your Kwanzaa kits and all Good stuff. Also, too, at Afrocentrics, uh, right across the street from the West End Mall, right across the street from there, Afrocentrics. Man, I tell you, Afrocentrics is beautiful, man. It's laid out. Before, I, when I first came here, it wasn't such, but that sister, uh, she really laid it out, and uh, it looks great. And, it's, and they have Kwanzaa. Say, for instance, you need a few, just a couple of candles to have that. You need a Kanara. You need the mat. You need the Kukumbi Chayumoja. You know, the unity cup. That's all you need. But if you want a straight-up Kwanzaa kit, you can, they got them right there for you. Okay? All right, family. <laughs> yep. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia. Brothers and sisters, go check her out if you're in the Greenbrier Mall. She has a fine selection of books. Postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, figurines, T-shirts. Okay? She has access to a downstairs meeting room where on the 21st of next month of February, I'll be doing my presentation. And Baba Broody's done too there already. I checked out. So, yeah, the Greenbrier Mall. Give Mama Nia a call at 404-346-3263. If you're looking for a book, she has it. But if she doesn't, she'll get it for you. Bet. 404-346-3263. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar located in Lithonia. Uh, Brother Kazem De Ajamu. Once again, I mentioned that uh, Baba Baruti's presentation uh, on the 31st, which is this Saturday, will not take place, unfortunately. But check out the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Give Brother Kazem De Ajamu a call at 770-305-6373. 770-305-6373. Brothers and sisters, there is light in the Black Dot. 
the new black Wall Street market located in Stonecrest, right after Lithonia. If you're still going east on I-20 and you exit 74 and headed, make a left and then you're headed to the black dot. But if you stay on and take the next exit, exit 75, Turner Hill Road and make a right, go three lights and make another right, there it is on the left. The new Black Wall Street Market. I'll be doing Kwanzaa at the new Black at the new Black Wall Street Market on Thursday. No, I apologize. On Friday, Friday, Nia on Nia. Okay, the new Black Wall Street Market. <clears throat> us lifting us, the economic development cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa. I know they will be doing their broadcast this Thursday. At uh, <clears throat> on Blog Talk Radio, that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU. You know, the, the name of the program is Dare to Win. Every Thursday night, excuse me, every Thursday night at 9 p.m. from 9 to 10. You also can call to listen, give questions, comments, or concerns by dialing 929 477 2789. That's 929 477 2789. Us lifting us. The economic Development Cooperative for our people. Homeland Village. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop located in Macon, Georgia. Brother Abijas got it going on. He's open Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. He's, he's, his location is 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon, Georgia. Give Brother Abijas a call at 478-256-1166. That's 478-256-1166. He's got it going on. And I do mean that. He's got so much stuff, man. He he even has a vegan restaurant at the Cultural Village. That's right. I mean, but he's got furniture. He's got clothes. He's got beauty products. He's got CDs, DVDs, books. I say, going on. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop, located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. Brothers and sisters, give my sister Shelly Amon said a call at 404-434-7963. Excuse me, I'm sorry. 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay Dash, Haiti, Sister Gabriella Aurelia's got it. She has beautiful work with our children in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. Go online to Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E. Dash Haiti A Y I T I dot org. She deserves to be supported. When you go online to see the beautiful children in their school uniforms, you're talking about health care for the children. You talk about sustainable agriculture. They're growing their own food and so forth. You're staying. You're talking about entrepreneurship. You know, selling chickens and eggs and so forth. Brothers and sisters, Sanjay Dash Haiti dot org. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh. Akaban Institute, uh, Baba Baruti and his beautiful wife, NEI. If you want to make a donation to help further their cause of educating our young warriors, go to Akaban Institute, P.O. Box 10786, Atlanta, Georgia, 30310. But you can use PayPal. If you use PayPal to make a donation, yahbaruti at yahoo.com. If you use Cash App, dollar sign, yah. Y-A-A, the letter M, and Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I. Also, too, he is a prolific writer. Great information, beautiful information. Go to akabinhouse.com. 
AkabinHouse.com. Brothers and sisters, the Inya, the Inya, Simsa. I was pronouncing it wrong, but I want to call Mama Yah again, make sure I get it right, write it down phonetically, because, you know, I want to be right. I always want to be right when I get on this microphone, family. I don't want to throw anything out there that is not correct, anything out there that's slanderous and so forth. I want to provide information that helps liberate your mind. I want to do whatever I can. This is my contribution to us, <clears throat> to the fourth floor of our history. You know, I'm not a little too old to be fighting, but damn it, I'm in the fight. And I will fight because that's what's necessary. We're going to have to fight to liberate ourselves. I can see how evil this world is, you know, after listening to um, what was happening at that UN conference that was coming off of the the African so-called leaders coming to D.C. And one of them I made mention to a brother I was talking with the other day where um, Secretary Blinken, who was the Secretary of State, was talking to two African countries, uh, the Democratic Republic of Congo and the, um, I think it was Zambia, and they both have cobalt and, and lithium for uh, batteries and the United States wants to cut a deal with them, you know, because the United States wants to try to supplant China, particularly, and all the other countries who want a piece of Africa. The reason why China has been favored, because why? They've done stuff. The United States has not. Uh, uh, Europe has not. They just came in and took, and it's still, they, that's all they want to do is take. But even China, trying to be slick with their ass, they kind of, you know, I don't like their ass either. I want us to be in control of our land, our resources, of our people. And we make deals with those who want to make deals with us sincerely. Sincerely. Not just, you know, playing games and manipulating us and taking our resources and we still poor. There's no way we should be poor. When you look at Saudi Arabia, the only thing they have is oil. That's all they had was oil. Of course, yes, I understand there were not as many people as us. And of course, too, they had a theology, Islam. And now all in that region, you know, but we can do better. And you know what? And we will do better. December 27th. Uninformed men make unsafe leaders. Uninformed men make unsafe leaders. Drusilla Dungy Houston. Warrior scholars never, ever commit treason against our ancestors. Never, ever abandon our children to others' chaos. Never, ever give up your power to our, to our enemies. Never, ever compromise truth. Never, ever be without a liberating vision, a vision of tradition. Warrior scholars always be true to the spirit of our ancestors. Always be African. Affirm, I study us and our enemies. Affirm, I study us and our enemies. Drusilla John G. Houston wrote the book, The Wonderful Ethiopians of the Ancient Kushite Empire. She has a quote that I use all the time before I get to the other um, 
quote there. She said, <clears throat> paraphrasing, she said, out of ethnology, geology, archaeology, paleontology, as well as history, I have dug up an irrefutable arsenal of facts of history that even scholarly scholarship, that, that Yale, that Yale or Princeton or Harvard can dare not dispute. Even cowardly scholarship cannot dispute it. She says, how can old people point the way forward that are utterly ignorant of the past? That's what goes with this quote. Uninformed men make unsafe leaders. How can these people point the way forward? How can they be leaders when they don't know their history? When they don't know the history from our perspective? When they believe the lies? To me, any person who wants to be a leader of African people must know the trials and tribulations that African people have gone through. They must know the history and, and from the, our perspective. They must also know that Africa must be liberated. Africa must be sovereign. December 28th. Home represents a state of being in which the interpretations of reality that direct our actions are consistent with an African worldview perspective that itself is made increasingly more clear by a constantly developing knowledge of African cultural history. Mwali Mu, Shaha. If we are to be African warriors in every intent of the concept, if we are going to put forth and the extraordinary time and energy necessary to re-Africanize ourselves and again nation build, we must go back into our ancestral spirit to retrieve and consciously participate in our way. We must choose to be even better than that which we have awakened to in <clears throat> excuse me. We have awakened to in ourselves and to bring every willing and able African along with us. To become this supreme example of Africanicity, we must make the time to seriously study the working traditions of our ancestors engendered, finding the answers to be the questions of why these particular thoughts and behaviors were best suited for maintaining a dynamic African sanity. If we are truly to be African, and not some mental sight or artificial vision of it sustaining under European cultural domination, we cannot commit treason against our ancestors' way. For we are those whom we respect. We become them if the respect is enough. No matter what lies others may manufacture against us to alter our perceptions of the form of our original traditions, we must willingly accept the spirit of our ancestors to bend our practice of their way to us. Affirm, I'm finding I'm leading our way home. Affirm, I'm finding and leading our way home. Ashe. <coughs> the yin ya simsim. All right. Excuse me, family. Had to let me clear my throat. <coughs> yeah, that happens sometimes. 
I'm going to go through some of these definitions and so forth that uh, Baba Rudy has and some of the words, try to, try to figure out the words. So we have some clear meaning. One thing that I think that is very important for us is to have clarity, you know, to have clarity. Yeah, today, Abaragani, Ujama, cooperative. Not, it's not Ujama, it's Ujima, Oshi. <laughs> Ujima. And in fact, uh, as you know, we, we have to look at uh, Dr. Sovereign's interpretations of the Unguza Saba. Now, I, I know that, you know, there's just some general uh, that you get that I'm, that I'm, that I'm going to hand out at the uh, <coughs> let me see here yeah. I just had that so I have a lot of uh, stuff on this computer here you know have a lot of stuff. oh let me just uh, talk about this for a second today is uh Denzel Washington's birthday. Today is Denzel Washington's birthday. And, um, you know, what's interesting about that is what this brother did. You know, he was dynamic, yeah, really. And and I got to give Brother Denzel some love because, you know, he, uh, he married Pauletta stayed with her all these many years. He's played some good roles. Isn't that deep, though, that here he gets Academy Award? Well, his first Academy Award for for supporting actor was in Glory. And if you remember the movie Glory, of course, that's the uh, infantry that uh, attacked Fort Sumter in that suicide mission. All those brothers and sisters, not sisters, all those brothers died, as well as the leader, the Caucasian leader, in, uh, in that from the movie, you know. Also, too, that was Frederick Douglass, uh, Andre Brower, the brother. If you know Andre Brower, and in the movie he had glasses. He's the one uh, that was supposed to be Frederick Douglass's son. You know, I know you're saying, "Wow, man, he's so dark. How could he?" Uh, this is from his first wife, who was African. The Cauc- he married a Caucasian later. Later on, he married a Caucasian. You know, and so he he dies in that movie as well. And Denzel was very courageous in that movie. He got supporting actor. But for the actor role, he played such great um, men, iconic men. Malcolm, you know? know. (laughs) Stephen Biko. He played Stephen Biko. He's a great, great. Jesus Shuttlesworth. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, some great roles, man. Uh, believe me. And um, if you haven't checked out Mississippi Masala, check out Mississippi Masala. Okay? It, 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 look, find that in, in whatever way you can find it. And check that movie out. That's a movie that uh, when I first saw it, I was like, hmm. You know, and then I seen him in it and then 
Charles S. Dutton and so forth. It's about him being with this Indian young lady. The family moves, I think, to Mississippi. Of course, the Indians always, they ain't going to work for nobody. They're going to establish a business. And that business usually has been, uh, particularly in the South, hotels, motels, liquor stores, you know, stuff like that. And so her, her family had a liquor store, you know. And, of course, they didn't want him, her to be with him. And then, of course, they, the other family uh, connections that they had there in Mississippi, uh, the other Indians, you know, make disparaging remarks. Because the Indians, who, of course, uh, who practice Hinduism, developed the caste system. They believe that the lighter you are, the greater uh, you are, the better you are. And then the further down you go, the darker you are, you know, just like the Delias, the untouchables. And and so check out that movie. In fact, they were in Uganda when Idi Amin kicked those Indians out. Those Indians are coming back in Uganda. In fact, I, I saw a good piece uh, the other day with uh, the former Ugandan, Ugandan president who uh, betrayed Muammar Gaddafi. Betrayed Muammar. I hate a lot of these leaders. I, I hate this. There was no better friend to Africa than Muammar Gaddafi. Muammar Gaddafi, had he lived, would have helped. He too was wanting uh, to establish one Africa and could have helped with all the foolishness that is happening in North Africa. But of course, uh, the United States, Great Britain, and France, and others. Um, put together a group and of course used serious propaganda you know everybody hated Muammar Gaddafi thought he was a bad person uh, stealing money and doing for himself no no you need to know the history the people of Liberia loved Muammar Gaddafi not his not just his family not just his sons but the people themselves they benefited tremendously from the oil wealth that Libya had with some supposedly some of the best crude oil there was. And he helped many countries. He helped because when um, Nelson Mandela and and uh, sometimes you just got to be real family. Nelson Mandela sold out. But when he was here in the States and he was, he was in Miami and uh, Ted Koppel, formerly of Nightline, was interviewing him, and some European Jew stepped up and said this, that, or the other. And basically, he said, "Hey, when we need some friends, y'all ask for." In fact, the European Jews are the worst people, and they have done—they're the ones who control the diamonds. Where most of the diamonds come from? Exactly, Southern Africa. They're the ones. In fact, if you go if you go and look up uh, some statistics for Israel, what is their main import? Diamonds. What is their main export? Diamonds. They control the diamond industry. They're in New York. And you see some of the Hasidic Jews on the streets selling diamonds. <laughs> There's no mines in Israel. There's no mines in Tel Aviv or Jerusalem. Where are they getting them? So. You know, I tell you. So he, you know, he, when he played that that despicable cop, you know, in training days, 
That's what he got an Academy Award. In fact, I, I believe in Rescue Me If I'm Wrong, when he got the Academy Award for as the, as the uh, actor, is the same time that Holly Berry got it for actress. Her role, and it's in, she played some great roles. She was, after all, she was Dorothy Dandridge. <laughs> Other great roles she's played, but she got it for being, uh, you know, like a hoe uh, to the guard that, that pulled the, the trigger because I think she was supposed to be married to uh, Puff Daddy, right? You know, I, I, that role, that whole role, that whole movie sickened me. So having sex with Billy Bob Thornton, you know, and she had a big fat child. <laughs> you know, that's what she got Academy Award for. There was others, movies that I can say she should have got an Academy Award for because she is a good actress, you know, and no doubt that Denzel Washington is a good actor many roles that he played that I, I really liked, you know. Um, he played Reuben Hurricane Carter, you know, Mo Better Blues. What was his name? Bleak uh, uh, Gilliam or something like that. Yeah. Great roles. But that's what they give him Academy Award for because that's how they are. Denzel Washington. He is 68 years old. I didn't know I was older than Denzel. Oh, well. Yeah. But the first movie I saw him in was a uh, made-for-television movie because his, his teeth weren't fixed, you know, at the time. They had a chipped tooth or something. That was um, Wilma Rudolph. Great, great piece. He was Wilma Rudolph's boyfriend. Yeah, I love me. I love Wilma Rudolph, man. Beautiful sister. Yeah. So, let's get back to what we're talking about today, which is collective work and responsibility. Wouldn't it be nice, we're going to take a break in a minute, that today, collective work and responsibility, there's an area in your home that needs to be cleaned up, that needs to be uncluttered, that on today, you and the others in your home come together and say, let's clean this up. That's, that's the prime example of collective work and responsibility. Maybe the weather outside is decent and you can go in the garage and put some order to that. Or maybe you can suggest to some other family members, other friends, hey y'all, it's Collective Work and Responsibility Day. It's Ujima. Ujima. It's Ujima. It's Ujima. Let's do let's make let's make that happen. Wouldn't that be great? I know in some areas of the country it's still very cold. You know, but let's say uh, it's been so cold that you haven't been able to dig out, but now it's a good day to do it. You and some friends, collective work and responsibility. Go dig you out, open your garage up and maybe even put a trail down in, in your alley. Ujama. Ujama. Let me give you the um, sovereignist interpretation of um, Ujamaa. Nah. No, come on, fam. What did I do with that? 
I tell you, sometimes, you know, you do stuff and be like, wow, what happened? We're not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay now, a little bit better than I was when I first started messing with these computers, which has been a few years, and I should be better, but hey, I do the best I can, you know, and this is what I want right here. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is what I'm talking about right here. This is a sovereignist interpretation of the Guza Saba by Mama Marimba. And thank you, Mama Enya, Papa Brudy's lovely wife, for uh, affording me. I had uh, with me last night at our Kwanzaa. It was turned out very nice at the beloved community. In fact, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to a break. I'm going to come back and talk about that and uh, talk about other Kwanzas, give us a call at 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. Brothers and sisters, you are listening to African Perspective here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, family. I'm blown. Yeah, I'm, I can't help it. I'm <coughs> so I got a little... A little something in my throat. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. Yeah, because I want to make sure that we can hear what we're going to talk about. You know, make sure that we hear it well. This is um, from the CD, Seven Principles. This is Kwame Cobb and his lovely wife, Shavin Duka. She has a beautiful voice. So I'm going to play Kujichakalia, which was yesterday, and after that, Ujima, which is the principle of the day. Brothers and sisters, let's listen to Steve Cobb and Shabanduka. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. That is Kwame Cobb and Sister Shavinduka. Beautiful voice, doesn't she? She has a beautiful voice. And I can't wait to for you to hear some of the uh, other principal songs that she plays. That The album or the CD is Seven Principles. Seven Principles. The Seven Principles. Man, I think it's about 10 years old. Might be a little older than that. I remember when I first got it and started playing it and using it, that presentation I would do on Kwanzaa and so forth, and giving it to my good friend, Brother Claiborne Benson, who has been having Kwanzaa celebrated in Milwaukee since the early 80s, early 80s. You know, in fact, I never forget my mama went to Kwanzaa. I'm sitting up in Kwanzaa, there's my mama. Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy to see her, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, that time that, you know, his his building is is a uh, old library. They built a, a new library adjacent <coughs> to his and so he got that building, but he also had, that's the first building he had was the library. But then when the theater, when the theater became available, he got that property and uh, tore, the, tore the floor out to trying to level it. Because, you know, the theater has a, <clears throat> a descending slope so everybody can see over other people and so forth. But as that was happening, we had Kwanzaa. And so we had uh, four by fours and and, and uh, sheetrock on the on the floor, panels on the floor. But we had Kwanzaa. We had Sister Soldier, Sister Soldier. You know, and of course, at that time, you know, she was going through a lot, and she was dynamic. She was dynamic. She, if you remember, she appeared uh, on the Phil Donahue show, The Question Is Race, in a in a part of a panel, uh, her and Daruba Ben Wahan. And a whole bunch of Negroes. It was great. And in fact, brothers and sisters, you know, I'm always saying go to YouTube. Go to YouTube and you can see that for yourself. The issue, Phil Donahue show, the issue is race. Sister Soldier. Yeah. Kwanzaa. A lot of, a lot of memories of Kwanzaa that I participated in. The first one I can still remember that is at this sister's home, you know. And it was beautiful. And then we started having the community-wide Kwanzas, you know, and and one of the best ones were held at Brother Claiborne's place. And also, too, uh, a sister who developed the uh, Wisconsin Black Women's Association, African-American Women's Association, you know, Sister Josephine Hill, and some great Kwanzas there. So they, they began to happen so they wouldn't conf- there was no conflict that he would have it and she would have it he and so forth and in, in essence it, he would have the uh, Umoja and she would have Imani and they had the uh, Kamaru, the, the feast the fe- on that Friday on that, <clears throat> on that seventh day the feast of, of faith the feast of the feast of faith the Kamaru, yay Imani you know, and she would have that on that day oh man, I love Kwanzaa I love what it does and what it, it's about this is beautiful. Um, so I was going to give you this sovereign interpretations 
of Kwanzaa, and I'm going to announce some other Kwanzaa's that are happening. Uh, although the association website, it it, it doesn't it gives uh, some states, it gives D.C., it gives Detroit, and so forth. But we're going to develop that family. And so next year, if uh, you just go to the website, kwanzaaassociation.org, and there will be Kwanzaa's that are happening on Umoja, Kujichagalia, Ujima, Ujima, Nia, Kumba, and create and Imani. And on those days, you and then you click on the day, and then you see the uh, the the cities, or maybe do it by state. So, because there may be a couple of uh, cities in that state, like say for instance, we go to Ohio. There's good Kwanzas in Cincinnati, Cleveland, Columbus. You know, Dayton maybe. Maybe, maybe Toledo, you know. But, you know, that's what we want to do. We want to make sure. And, and, and even at that, now we have an idea. Because to me, if you're celebrating Kwanzaa and, and uh, you're attending the, the Kwanzaa celebrations or you are holding them, then you have an understanding of who and what we are and what we should be. And that's a good organizing tool, a good way to connect for those who are like-minded. So uh, Mama Marimba, <clears throat> you know, she gave these seven principles. I'm going to give the seven principles that I'm going to be handing out at um, at the uh, Kwanzaa uh, at the New Black Wall Street Market. And I'll also give you some other Kwanzaa's that are going to be there that day as well. But the seven principles of, of Umoja, unity, to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. Kujichagalia. Self-determination, to define ourselves, name ourselves, create for ourselves, and speak for ourselves instead of being defined, named, and created for or spoken for by others. Ujima, collective work of responsibility to build and maintain our community together and make our sisters and brothers' problems our problems and to solve them together. Ujima, Ujama, Ujama. Cooperative economics to build and maintain our own stores, shops, and other businesses to profit from them together. Remember, family, the underlining theme of Kwanzaa is unity. Nia, purpose, to make our collective vocation the building and developing of our community in order to restore our people to their traditional greatness. Kumba, creativity, to always do as much as we can in every way we can, in order to leave our community more beneficial and beautiful than what we than when we inherited it. Imani, faith, to believe with all our hearts in our people, our parents, our teachers, our leaders, and the righteousness and victory of our struggle. This is the sovereignist interpretation of the Nguza Saba. Umoja, unity. The Pan-Africanist vision of African people throughout the world joining forces to fight for African sovereignty and to build an African world order. Kujijagalia, self-determination. African people defining ourselves and determining our own destiny as a sovereign people. Ujima, collective work and responsibility. African people working together, being responsible to and for each other and accepting a common system of accountability. Accepting a, com- a, common si- a common system 
of accountability. I love that part. We agree to this, family. This is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to be accountable to others. And we implement that and we are dedicated to it. Love it. Ujama, cooperative economics. Creating economic cooperatives based on the concept of African familyhood, interdependence, interrelationships, and community, national, and global African unity. NIA, purpose. African people sharing common goals that determine our commitments and guides of our choices and decisions. This gives purpose to our lives and to our work and tells us why we were born African. Our purpose, Nia. Kumba, creativity, to think with African minds and to create, form our African center. When we practice this principle, we no longer inherit, inherit non-Africans. We are no longer do we imitate non-Africans. We make our own way, our way, the African way. I say, Kumba, creativity. Imani, faith, to believe in the vision of African sovereignty and to have the passion and the will to bring it into being. That's the African sovereignist interpretation of the Nguza Saba. I love it, don't you? I do, I do, I do. I do, I do, I do. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So let me uh, further um, discuss Kwanzaa and other Kwanzas. I know um, there's going to be some Kwanzas at the uh, <coughs> Black Wall Street Market. On uh, today, come back here. Today, from three to six p.m., and that's going to be tomorrow as well, the 29th and the 30th. So it's going to be Ujima, Ujima, Nia, and then the 31st, Kumba. And um, these Kwanzas start from three p.m. to six p.m. Saturday, they have it from five. P.M. to five. Excuse me, from twelve p.m. to five p.m. on Saturday. You know, and that comes out of the Kwanzaa Association dot org, the Kwanzaa Association dot org. Thank you, Mama Labonte. Yep, and I will be there on Thursday, Friday. How come I keep saying Thursday? Friday. You know, love Kwanzaa. Love what it's about. Love what it does for us. Love what it, I, I really love what it can do for us. Let me put it that way. What it can do if we follow those principles. You want to have a Kwanzaa at your home, of course, you can just go to, um, if you don't have the, 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 the means. I mean, like once again, <laughs> they use this word fluid. Kwanzaa is fluid, but it's not that fluid, okay? Because there are some things that, that we must adhere to. Uh, for us to really celebrate Kwanzaa. Now, if you don't have a mat and you don't have uh, a straw mat like that as one of the symbols of Kwanzaa that you should have, then you can just put, got some kitty cloth, put that down, you know, as an imkika, a straw mat. And this, the symbolism of unity represented a firm foundation to build on. 
That is symbolic. That's what the Mkika, the mat, is the firm foundation. All the symbols of Kwanzaa are placed on the mat. After you have your mat, the Mkika, you have a Kanara, the candle holder, a symbol of our African ancestors, the root from which our families and our people evolved. The root, the Kanara. Once again, you can purchase this from uh, Shrine of the Black Madonna, Afrocentrics. Um, I believe that my good brother, um, Kazende, Aya, Kazende Ajamu, at the Black Doc Cultural Center and Bookstore, has some Kwanzaa kits. I'm not sure about um, <coughs> Mama Nia. I'm not sure about Mama Nia. So the Yamkika and now the Kanara. And then the Mishumi Saba. The Mishumi Saba. The seven candles, three red, three green, one black, are placed in the Kanara. Each candle represents one of the seven principles of the Nguba Saba. The black candle represents unity that is in the middle when you face a Kanara now you know it's bothering me because they do have a, a Kwanzaa thing on CBS morning news but the color is wrong they had three on the right see it should be three on the right red black and green how do you usually say the colors how do you usually say the colors red black and green don't you red black and green so it's red three red one black three green you know, going from left to right. Going from left to right. Now, say for instance, you want to celebrate Kwanzaa and you don't have, you know, the three candles, you can't find them. Well, maybe you can get uh, a red one, a black one, and a green one. Maybe you might get one of those big candles that, you know, round, you know, use, you can utilize that. You know, you can improvise. As long as you are respectful of the celebration of Kwanzaa, as long as you honor the ancestors, as long as you honor the traditions and the principles. You know? The next is the Mizoho, the fruits and vegetables of the harvest, because that's what Kwanzaa means, first fruits of the harvest. The fruits and vegetables are the rewards of our working together. That symbolizes our unity, our ujima, working together, our ujima, working together. Next is the Mizoho, some say Vimbuzi, which is the fruits, the fruits and vegetables. You know, Mahinde, rather, excuse me, Mahinde. Mahinde, excuse me. Let me get this straight, okay? Family, Mizoho, the fruits and vegetables, okay? And that's the fruits and vegetables I rewarded after the working together. Next, the Kakumbe Chayumoja. The Kakumbe Chayumoja is the unity cup to pour libation. Always honoring the ancestors. You know, we, we pour libation every program. Every I know some of you, because you've heard it many times, you don't you come in around eleven thirty, ten thirty central, nine thirty mountain time or eight thirty east western Pacific time. Because you've heard that before. And that's cool, you know. But we pour libation before every program. We honor those who came before us. 
we know that if we hike, if we have any height at all, it's because we stand on their shoulders. And I like to believe that our ancestors did not want us to be voting. They didn't give a name about them damn voting. We didn't die to vote. We got killed because we tried to vote. <laughs> you know, still. But our ancestors wanted to be who we were. Who we were before we were kidnapped. Who we, who we were before we were beaten. Who we were, who we were before we were made to hate ourselves and to hate each other. We were made to hate ourselves and made to hate each other. Who we were. The Kikumi Chai Moja fact, uh, in the, the first Kwanzaa's we, that I t- participated in, they had a, a unity cup passed around and they had a napkin and you wipe it and you take a sip. You know, then of course it became a sipping jester. Just tell you, you know, Harambe. Because Harambe means pulling together. So you take a sip, Harambe, you hand it, you, you know, go around and circle uh, clockwise, well, counterclockwise if you wish, whatever, you know. The Kukumbe Chayumoja. Next is the Mahende. Ears of corn. The corn. Ears of corn represents the children. The most valued treasure of our people, our hope, and our future is the children. <clears throat> is the children. We nurture them. We give them all that is necessary. Not, not that we don't just give them their wants. We give them their needs. We must make sure. I, I venture to say, family, please give children more of what they need than what they want. Maybe you give them what they want because they were good and they done some things. They, 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 they paid attention. They were respectful. They, you asked them to do something. They did it without any kind of back talk. When you asked them to do something, they started doing it correctly as opposed to doing it one time and then go back to the way that you know shouldn't be done. So we give them what they need. And I know one thing they need is information and discipline. Discipline, family. Discipline is self-imposed order. That's why I hate in the language they use discipline when they mean punishment. But punishment has a, such a negative connotation to it. But, they, but what they want to do is instill discipline self-imposed order because you don't impose order on yourself society has to impose order on you that's why they build prisons that's why more of us are in prison in detention centers group homes and so forth because we lack discipline we lack discipline I have three ears of corn on my Kwanzaa because I have two daughters. But I also the third ear represents the many children, the many children that I, I have connected with over the many years that I've been going to, to schools, talking to children, uh, coaching football, over 30 years coaching football. You know, the kids just say, Coach, why you call everybody's son? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's some other words I like to call you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, the representation. That Iroquois represents all the young people that I worked with. And it's been an honor. It's been a true honor to have had work with your child and help him or her be a responsible adult to have discipline to understand how important it is to have discipline and of course zawadi because when you uh, have discipline and you've been good you should get some zawadi zawadi are gifts the gifts giving during Kwanzaa are reward for the commitments made and kept during the past year these gifts should preferably be educational African and culturally inspired uh, I, my suggestion has always been to give a book because I know the children are going to give, get um, all kinds of presents, all kinds of toys, all kinds of this and that. It, to me, books. They should give books. Books that talk about our history. Books that talk about um, you know, how important it is for us to learn to be African, speak African, do African. You know, that's to me is an important gift, an important Kwanzaa gift. Some Zawadi. So those are the seven symbols of Kwanzaa, and I gave you the seven principles of Kwanzaa. You know how important it is. And of course, here's some ideas. Here's the ideas of what you can do. Uh, first, choose a place for your Kwanzaa setup, and that it must be very visible to all. Cover the table with some surface and beautiful tablecloth, African cloth, kente, whatever. Then place the inkika, the mat, down. And all the other symbols, the zawadi, the mazol, the kunkubechayu moja, the muhinde, on the mat. And immediately next to it is to symbolize our root tradition, our rooted tradition. So next to the kanara, is placed on the mat in the middle, maybe. Okay. You put your seven candles in. Remember, as you face, as you face the Kanara, you have three reds on the left. So if you do watch ABC CBS News, Gail I hate Gail King's ass. <laughs> 505, 505, good afternoon. Ochi. Yes, sir. Hey, Baba. Okay, Ochi, there's a there's one or two things. I'm not gonna take up a lot of time. I wanna get right on it. Um okay. did you know my you ever meet Malcolm X? No. No, I have not. Well let me tell you something. Uh I'm gonna tell you what I know. He would be very proud of you. Wow, that's that's beautiful, brother. Thank you. Feels no, my no, heart, no. Man. I'm telling you straight yeah. up because I've been listening to you off and on. For you know, OG Ochi, what, what how old are you? Seventy. I'm not going to go into it right now. I want to get back to you sometime, maybe off mic or whatever. I want to know when you when you came out of your ignorance into your consciousness. And okay. You know exactly. You know exactly when and where and what time and where you was because you you on you you off the chart, man. You hear what I'm telling you? I, well, I, I I'm trying to help us, man. I love us. No, 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 no. Yeah. Don't look, don't explain. Mm -hmm. Don't explain. I, you don't have to explain shit to me, okay, man. Okay, I Just, got you. I got you, Bob. Malcolm would be extremely proud of you. You know, you know. Let me tell you something, OG. 
I kind of gave up hope to some degree and never give up totally. But when I listen to you talk, your wisdom, you know, you got wisdom. I mean, you, you, you blow my mind sometimes because I'm 81 years old. I've been doing this since I was 10. Wow, right on. Beautiful, and you came Bobby. out of nowhere. I'm I'm so I'm so glad that Kamal turned me up. You know Kamal, right? Oh, you yes, sir. I, yes, sir. I yeah. do, Doctor Kamal. Kabam. Yeah, yes. well, I knew him. I knew him. His father was our basketball coach when we were coming up 13, 14. Your Kamal was a little kid. Okay. So what I'm saying is, Kamal, I've been, I, <laughs> you know, so, you know, I ride horses in the daytime, but I can't ride because I have to listen to you on Monday and Wednesday and Friday because <laughs> I don't want to miss nothing. I appreciate that, Baba. I really do. You're amazing. It, it, Malcolm, I live, listen, I live in the same neighborhood. Malcolm lives in East Elmhurst, you know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he would be extremely proud of you. I'm just telling you what I'm, You said something about Denzel and Wilbur Rudolph. And I knew Wilma, Wil, I knew Wilma Rudolph. You said something about her and Denzel doing a movie. I, I didn't yeah. get the gist of that. What yeah, that was the movie Wilma. It was a made-for-television movie on the, the uh-huh. uh, track team. And Wilma Rudolph's yeah. life, and and the coach at Tennessee State, you know. Okay. And uh, she, okay. Uh, Denzel played her boyfriend, so he wasn't integral in the in in the doc, in the okay. movie. Could you see him periodically okay. now and then, you know? But yeah. the whole emphasis okay. was on her, how she yeah. overcame yeah. about the polio okay. and so forth to be the kind of track yeah. star she became. Okay. Well, Wilma, Wilma was a, a sweetheart. I be, bet she was. Because I'm gonna tell you. Up. I'm going to tell you, Bobby, I, I fell in love with her. Yeah, I mm-hmm. met Wilma through Roger Brown, you know, played basketball, right? Mm-hmm. The Roger, Roger Brown the Roger Brown that played Roger. in the ABA, played for Indiana? Yeah, Roger, yeah. only one Roger Brown, man. Yeah, him. <laughs> I'm a, okay, Bobby. I'm a, year, I'm a year older than him. I, we, we grew up in the, in, the, in, the, in the neighborhood. He moved, and, and well, anyway, it's a long story, but Roger was going with her best friend, her name was Green. Wasn't it? her name is Chamberlain now? But mm-hmm. uh, they were they were anyway. They used to come. They came here for the they came here for the nineteen sixties dual meet for the Olympics. And they spent they stayed you know so so <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, they tried to put me with with Wilma. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, hey. so we were, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Cause okay. She, so anyway. Uh, 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 can't think of the girl. Her last name was Green. Uh, something Green. She was a uh, she was a. Uh, she was like in the same category with, with Wilma in terms of running track and all this kind. Of, I can't remember a whole. Name. Anyway, Roger was going with this girl, so they stayed at the Paramount Hotel in Manhattan. That's where all the Oscar Robertson, that whole crew, was in New York for like two weeks, right? So anyway, so so I didn't know. I saw a little bit of the movie. I don't remember Denzel being in it. Now, I remember Denzel from Off-Broadway with a soldier story when he was just starting out as an actor. Right, you mm-hmm. right. He's a beautiful, he's a beautiful. The, the movie that you got to check out, A Warm December with Sidney Porte. A Warm December, okay. Warm, that's the best movie I've ever seen, black, white, green, or red. Warm December, I think it came out in the seventies, somewhere okay. seventy one, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Warm December. Most people don't know about it. It was done, shot in, in in England. Okay. And the young lady, the black chick who played in the movie, she's from Jamaica. She was a uh, an associate or girlfriend of Bob Marley. But mm. a warm December. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But listen, you brought up Mississippi Marsala. Yes. Very good movie. I did see that. Yes. Good movie. But let, but let me tell you something, man. 
Let me tell you, I ain't blowing no smoke up your ass. And I'm just telling you what I, I, I know. I appreciate you, Baba. Believe yes. me. I really do, man. No, no, no. I really yes, do. I appreciate yes. you. Yeah, but let me say something. Okay. Malcolm was my was a neighbor of mine. He was in the Nation of Islam. At that time, When when, when he had no association with the outside world, Black folk. If he wasn't in the Nation, I can give you a whole rundown. But like I'm saying, he went through that fake. I looked at it as a family problem between the Nation, Farrakhan, blah, blah, blah. That's family. You don't get into that. Yeah. See? Okay, they feel he turned his back on Elijah, which he did not. Right. But anyway, he came to the conclusion that Elijah was a man just like everybody else. But, but okay. But listen, Malcolm X would uh, really appreciate you. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But because You know why? Because I appreciate you. <laughs> right on. Appreciate that, See, Baba. I'm going to let you know. Take care of your, listen, your health is important. You're 70 years old. I mean, to me, you're like you're not a baby, but in terms of experience, you're right. but you 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 out there, man. You out there. You're very you're very important because this generation, this group of kids coming up, they need you and your guidance because you don't miss shit. You you <laughs> on it. <laughs> hey, brother, I'm trying and, to be, and man. I believe me. Stephen Biko, I gotta get that Stephen Biko take you because I know I don't think a, a handful of people might have heard this back in the back in the '60s, whenever it was. I got to get this too, but I got to go back to Brooklyn, which I might go back in the spring. Okay. Oh, now. But I got boxes and boxes. This young lady who wrote the the Yoruga, what's her name again? Marimba Ani. I remember her when she was going to Hunter College studying with John Henry Clark. She mm-hmm. had a son. That's right. He was a, She had him playing violin. She used to bring him every Saturday to First World uh, on 45th Street at the church, Convent Avenue. Every mm-hmm. But she went to Hunter. She was a student at Hunter. I, re- I never right. read her book. That's right. Oh, man, believe me. it's I consider it the Bible, man. It, it's really? One of the, yeah. Really? Yeah, okay. Rugu is, okay. is outstanding. Kamal, Kamal, Kamal tried to get me to go through it, but it was it was kind of thick. And yeah. it was very heavy for me. I couldn't. I really couldn't get into it. Maybe I'm ready for it now. Yeah. Cause she, I cause, wondered because she often because what Baba, happened to her son. I often what happened to her son. He was about eight or nine years old at the time. She was. He, he was going. He was being. He, he was taking violin lessons. Okay. Well, I don't know about her son because I know her real. I know she has a daughter. You know. I don't know the daughter. Okay. She had a son. She had a son. He was. He was. He was. She. I mean, listen. I listen. I remember all. See, I went to all of this. Stuff. Uh-huh, I you hear you. But listen, I'm gonna let you go. But Malcolm, I'm telling you what I know. I'm not speaking for Malcolm, but I knew how he operated. And, and <laughs> you would listen. I don't know what to say to you, man. You know, you you hot stuff. <laughs> well, hey, listen, brother. I thank you for those all those beautiful accolades. But I'm I'm just trying my best, man, to be as humble as I can to give this information to our people to to change the minds. I'm trying to help change yeah, listen, the minds of our people well, so we can begin to think listen, the listen, way that we need to think to be independent. My mind and my mind has been changed six, seven yeah. years ago, yeah. and you still changing my mind. But <laughs> it's just a blessing for yeah. me at my age. To see a young a younger cat like you with the information and the, I've been calling people from town, friends of mine. I call them they're sure. all over the place. They retired in Florida. Boom. I said you need to put this dude on the air. Oh man, we ain't got time for that. Blast it now, man. Make <laughs> time for this guy. Listen to him one time, and if you're not down with it, ain't get it, you ain't connected. Go somewhere else, but get his guy a shot. See, give this brother a shot. But when I come to Atlanta, I, I told you my oh, sister yeah. had an open heart surgery. Right. I, I expect to break bread with you, dear brother. 
no. I got to yeah. meet you at a restaurant somewhere. I'm yeah. going to let you do all the directing because I don't know my way. I've okay, been I got you. I got years. you, Baba. I can't wait to. But I can't wait gave, to do that. I got you. You gave me a. You gave me a four one a four one four number to connect you. So when I'm heading out of here, going in that direction, because I got to spend a couple of days with her, mm-hmm. and right. then we're gonna make a date where we can meet somewhere at a restaurant where there's not a lot of people because mm-hmm. I don't have to do a lot of talking. I just want to. I just want to grab you. I want to hug you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. We'll have, we'll sit down and man, we'll have, and I'll take you to a few places. Take you around. Yeah, uh, good. Take you around good. Uh, Atlanta. Good. Okay. But, but listen. You make sure you stay healthy. Yes, sir. See, and you need what you need to do. And I've been telling you before, you need to start doing, start a memo. I want. I'm interested in when you left your ignorance and you jumped on the conscious. There was a point. When did the light come on? I don't want to go into it now. Okay. You need to write that down. Okay. Okay. You understand I, what I'm saying? I'll There's you, a point where you, we need. Right. I'll tell you how I evolved. I'll tell you how I evolved and. You know, to where I am today, because obviously, you know, no one comes out the womb this way unless you are in an environment. No, fam- no way, no, no way. way. Yeah, but listen, I just checked out um, uh, a warm December, nineteen seventy-three. I got the trailer here. You can watch the whole movie on YouTube. You can go to YouTube. No, and put- I ordered the movie. I got it on DVD. Do- okay, right on, it. right on. So I'm gonna, I'm yes, gonna watch it. Listen, check them. But listen, listen, you need to. When you came out of the dark into the light, so to speak, when did that light, you know, did something something provoked you, somebody pushed you, you heard, you know, it happens to all of us. You, wanna, right. you know, like you said, don't come out of the womb being conscious. Right. Something happened. I want you to put it on paper. Okay. 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 All right, so brother. Listen, I love you, man. Stay you too. strong you too, and Baba. stay healthy. Yeah, you too, Bob. I'm, oh, I'm got to. In fact, what I've said, because I've gained weight, they ain't done nothing. And so what yeah. I have to do, 2023 is the yeah. year of focusing on my health. 2023 is a year of focusing yeah. on my health, brother. Yeah. Yes, sir. Do you play any kind of ball? Oh, I used to play football. I used to play basketball. No, no, no. No, no. Answer the question. Do you now? Do you play? No. I play ball uh, three days a week for an hour and a half every for three days a week. Wow. See, well, see here's the deal. See, I don't play like I used to mm-hmm. because I was I was stupid back then. Now I know as a, as an older person, right. with more wisdom. I play in spots. Right. I'm killing these kids. I'm killing <laughs> these kids, and they resent it. And I try to explain to them. I try to explain to them. I said I've had I got experience over you. Right. <laughs> See, I know what to do when I'm on the court. Yeah. <laughs> See, but you got to get out there. Uh, uh, listen. I got a part, a white guy go play. We should, we play horse three times a week. Mm-hmm. It's just, you got to be, I just yeah, be keeping active. the blood flowing. Right. Just be active. Keeping the, you ain't got to run up and down the court, you know, but uh-huh. just sweat, sweat, and you feel, you feel 100% better, man. Anyway, uh, I'm out of here. I'm all out. All right. No, thank you, Bob. Once again, man, bless you, man. And I uh, hope to hear from you on Friday, brother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be on, on, I'll be on the phone Friday, man. <laughs> okay. Peace to I you. I might be listening. I listen a lot. Right. I'm going to listen. I know. You, okay. I, I mean, you've been on, you've been on since, since, uh, uh, Baba Kambon, uh, Kamal was coming on. He got you on, right? And, from uh, the time yeah. Kamal called me, from the time Kamal called me, he called me the MVP, that most valuable yeah. place. Right. When we used to play ball, yep. you know, he, 
and he he just so looked up to me on the back, and I just said, I said, what's the big deal? He said, oh man, you know. And then when we started, as he got bigger and older, went away to college and stuff. <laughs> when we started playing together, nobody could beat us because we think we ha- we think we know what each other's thinking on the court. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he calls me the MVP. Right. See, but but like I said again, from the day he called, see when he called me and says, he says, he said, he said, he said, Butch, you know, my nickname is Butch. Mm-hmm. He said, Butch. He said, you ever listen to this cat, man, Ochi and Black? He gave me all the, you know, all the, you know, the numbers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, I said, listen, man, I done heard everybody, man. I, he said, I, I know, I understand. He said, but you got to listen to this guy. And from that day on, I ain't never turned you off. Right on. I appreciate your, your, uh, uh, you listening and, and telling others to listen, man. I really do. I mean, I'm humbled no, 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 by the fact that. Bunch of dude. I try yeah. to get Sam Jones. Sam Jones, I tried to get, he called you, you were talking about Bill Russell when Bill Russell passed. See, Bill Russell lived in Brooklyn for a hot minute with his brother Charlie Russell. Okay. Right, for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Green Avenue in yeah. Memphis Stuyvesant. And, 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 I, and I, so I told, I saw Sam at an All-Star game in 07 out in Las Vegas. It was it was a lot of garbage. Connie was out there. We hung out a little bit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, so so Sam was there and we hung out for quite a while. So I called Sam. I said, yo, I said, these people are talking about, most of the people are calling in about Russell. They don't really know him. Mm-hmm. I said, why don't you call this show? But he couldn't get through. Some, okay. You know, oh, you wow. Know, you got a couple, Man, Sam Jones. You got a couple yeah. of people who call it. They, don't, they, they talk and talk and talk. And he said, he said, man, I tried to call the number. I couldn't get through. I said, well, keep calling, man. And he just. He just <laughs> okay. But Sam, you know, you know Sam Jones. Yeah. Sam, he passed when he passed this year, didn't he? Or, or, I, think it's, I think he passed this year. He did. I didn't even, I didn't even know Sam passed. I, yeah. Did. yeah. I, Sam I, Jones, I, the Boston Celtics. Yeah. 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 He played for North Carolina Central Black School down there back in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Sam, 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 Sam. But anyway, he said he tried to call a couple down. He, okay. he said, man, I, I, I'm not going through. But he was, I tried to get him to call in when you're all discussing Bill Russell's legacy and yeah. this, that, and other things. I knew yeah. Bill from his brother Charlie, who's older than him. He was a, he's a, he's a writer. Mm-hmm. He, wrote, he wrote one of the best. Charlie, Charlie, uh, Charlie uh, Russell wrote one of the best books about the Haitian Revolution. Look it up. Oh wow, Charlie Russell. Okay, Charlie like Russell. Russell. I'm going to write it down right, right now. Charlie Russell. What? I'm writing it Charlie down. Charlie Russell. Yeah. Charlie, he's been Brooklyn for years, man. We used to go by his house and hang out, sit around. Cause you know, you got to go around people that, that's on your level, basically, to see what you know, what you know, whatever. And Bill, the, the Bill was a little standoffish. He wasn't part. He didn't hang too tough. He was like aloof, you know, like he was okay. whatever. But we we didn't pay him no mind. He was just a big dummy to us, man. We didn't care about him. <laughs> yeah. But but I mean I mean, I'm not taking away his basketball. No, it's, it's, no. He was beast. He was a beast. Because you know, you got yeah. some people, they do certain things with you as then then they stupid in other areas. You yeah. don't want to be bothered with them. But yeah. but I, I, I accept what they what what their contribution is. Bill was one of them. Right on. See? But Charlie Russell wrote the best, this is my impression, opinion, one of the best book about the Haitian Revolution, Charlie Russell, Bill's Russell. I think he's, Charlie's like two or three years older than Bill. Okay. Check it out. I I'm out. Will. I'm All out. right. Take care, Bob. Have a blessed day. Peace to Me you, too. my Be strong, man. All right. Stay Peace. Strong. Peace, my friend. All right. Man, thank you, Bob. Yeah. Four, 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 three, four, four, three. Good afternoon. Hey, my brother. How are you, dear brother? Brother, I'm I'm fantastic. I when I hear, I listen to that brother who just got off the phone. He was a he was an he was an amazing guy. He's like a walking, a yeah. walking history book. Oh yeah, oh uh, for not, sure. Yeah, he, yeah. He, I mean, he never he, tells he's, you things that he 
Right, because he's, 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 he did. Right, right. You know, that's, that's deep, ain't it? It's, it's too deep, man. He's, he's telling you personal, in-person experiences with people who we interacted with. And um, and then when he threw the part in where he says he still plays, uh, goes oh, to the gym. Yeah. Play, uh, that, that took me. And he said, a, a young man like you. I'm saying, oh, she ain't a young man. Who, who are we talking about? Oh, she, oh, she's 70 years old. Young? Yeah. Said, How old is this cat? 82, said, man. Wow. He's 82. Clear. Oh, he's 82, and he's, he's yeah, clear. Sounds strong. He, he speaks with yeah. diction. Strong, and, and, yeah. and, and, and black people are are, are amazing. Yeah, uh, we are. I um, I just wanted to speak on just really quickly on on Kwanzaa, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the the brother that in, uh, invented the Kwanzaa or bought it. To, his name is um. He was on the radio this morning on oh, the Paul he? Nelson show. Oh, was he? Oh, Milana yeah. Karinga. He got a funny voice, don't yeah. he? Milana. <laughs> yeah, he was on. He was um, he was amazing. Yeah, uh, in, in in his spirit and 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 in his in the strength that he had and what he was talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was uh, he was uh, Carl Nelson. Let him go. He let him say what he wanted to say. Good. And and he talked about some of the downside. Where people were asking, you know, is he making any money off of the Kwanzaa and all mm-hmm. this type of stuff? Mm-hmm. And he said, why shouldn't I make money off of my work? He said, I'm not in this to make money. Right. But why shouldn't I make money? You you. You're not making any sense. Right. And I think what we do is we look at black people as in, in an unrealistic lens, with an unrealistic lens. You know, you, you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand here and I'm going to starve. I'm going to walk out on the balcony and let somebody shoot me in my head so that you can be free. Mm. Does that make any sense? No. And, 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 but, when you, but when you believe in something, you're protected. But these people out here will kill you. And, and once you die, they don't kill. They can't kill the movement by killing a person. But I don't want them to kill the person. Right. Because I, I, I love these people, man. These, I, I, I never met uh, the great, the great uh, uh, Henry, Dr. Henry Clark or mm-hmm. Amos Wilson mm-hmm. or uh, any, any, of the, any of these greats uh, that right. walk this earth. But, 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 but we but, have greats that are walking right now. Right, right. Oh, we do. We have oh, to make oh. sure. That we... Oh, yeah, we do. Go ahead. We, and, but I'm mm-hmm. saying that you know of them because of their works, and you right. know some of the people that 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 uh, you like or right. you admire that you respect, and and that these people follow them through their works, and so you have mm-hmm. some respect for them, you know. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and their work did not die with them. No, it, 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 it's it, eternal. No, it, no, we keep it, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, I look at Doctor Henry Clark and. Francis Crest Walsing and uh, even Dr. Claude Anderson as a as living as, as a living word. That's right. It's a living I say, word. It, it, I say, it, yeah. It, it's like the it's like the Christians say their Bible is a living Bible and a living God. Mm-hmm. And you're correct. This is a living word. It 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 changes form. It stays true to what it is, but it does change. I mean, when Marcus Garvey came through, he got a million or so people to come together, and he didn't have a all he had was a U.S. mail. He didn't have an internet. He didn't have a, 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 oh, see, I can look at you right now and talk to you Mm -hmm. and look at you. That's some George Jackson stuff. (laughs) That's right. Come on now. Even though you, even though you in B-more, me and you could communicate, in fact, because of WhatsApp. In real time. Yeah. Instantly. I, I, like I told you, I talked to Brother Paul. Let me me get Brother Paul. Let me, yeah, because I. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Yeah, let me me get Brother Paul on the the horn, because you mean. We're getting out of time, and I'm going to get to you too, Brother Jay. 
Do that. Do that. All right. Brother Paul. Baba Ochi. What's up, man? How are you, brother? So, hey. Baba Ochi. So, brother of. You know, brother of, I, I, I have to commend this brother, you know, uh, um, because, you know, you give him my details and I wanted, I just want to shout out to the world and make the world know. You give him my details and this brother is so proficient. And you see, you see what I'm saying? Before I jump there, let me quickly say that that elder who phoned you. Yes. I couldn't. I can't believe he's eighty years old, man. That's yeah. shocking. I mean, he, he sounds like he's about thirty. Yeah. You know, and he's strong. And he, you know. And, yeah. But 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 you know, Baba, I'm not lying. I'm telling you the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. Might be struck down dead if I say one word of a lie. You know, before he rang, all these thoughts was going through my brain, and he rang. And he just expressed them. He just expressed them. Wow. I, I sat Beautiful. here and I felt goose pimples go through my body. I said, yeah. how can that be possible? Because I was thinking, and I've said this to yeah. you before, uh, Brother Irv, will, Brother Irv will, will, will um, agree with me because he heard it. I said that you need to be interviewed on this radio. And the reason why I said that is because we need to give our people props while they're alive. We, need, we don't need to sit down and wait to away and say how great they were and how good we knew them or whatever we need to do that while they're alive because that's a bad habit waiting yeah. for them to pass you know and um, because exactly what he says i was saying he's older than me yeah i'm younger than you i'm young enough to be your son so if he brother paul you got cut off but uh, did you hear that brother irv yes yes yeah. what happened God, I, I, I thank don't know. you, Brother Paul. Yeah, right on, man. I love Brother wow. Paul. Wow, wow. Maybe he'll come back. Wow. When he comes back, we'll, we'll get him on the yeah. go to Jay. 646. Yeah. Did I say yeah. that right, Jay? 646? <laughs> you finally got it right, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> you can go for D-Ball, whatever the hell they dig you for, for memory and, and what you call them. What's happening, bro? I'm doing well. enjoy your... How you enjoyed your quads? Oh, man, it was nice last night. It really was. I'm very proud of the organizations uh, that I vowed myself in. This was uh, ASCAC, the Association for the Study of Classical African Civilization, working with OWADU, the Worldwide Diaspora Union, African Diaspora Union, and other organizations. Wow. We had a number of organizations that made presentations last night. We had about 40 people. We had 40 people at at, at uh, uh, Brother F. Keith Slaughter's church, the beloved community of atlanta very strong he's like the trap pastor because <laughs> in no on the real because in his neighborhood which he bought the church at man you have prostitution you have uh, uh, uh drug dealings and so forth all of them around here wow. but he's he's the oasis in that community and and in fact he was giving out toys and so when he got there uh, last night there was still a lot of toys and bikes and so forth so the kids that that that, that came to kwanzaa last night they got blessed <laughs> they got blessed okay <laughs> yeah they were taking toys so over he, so he's the real yeah. pork chop chicken there's no doubt man he's a beautiful man pastor in fact he used to be on radio you know and um then he got off radio i don't know how that happened i ain't I ain't talking about it with him, but he uh, is, you know, got the church and he's just serving the community, he's feeding the community. He's trying his best, well, man, to make know, a change. That's what, that's what the church, that's what the church should is be really about. supposed to be that's about, right. man. That's what it's supposed to be about. And it's always great. 
when when they do it. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. And like I said, you know, you don't, you don't, if, if you really want to be honest, you don't really see too many churches mm-hmm. serve the community right. in the manner in which they should serve the no doubt. community. No doubt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was like, you know, Irv was talking about he never had the opportunity to meet Dr. Clark, Dr. Ben, mm-hmm. and Amos right. Wilson. Let me tell you something, man. Mm-hmm. Dr. Clark was no joke. Dr. Clark, out of all of them, was the most serious, and he didn't play no games. He was he was as blood as they come. Yeah. Dr. Ben was a little more of a jokester, mm-hmm. more yeah. funny. Yeah, he you was. Know what I mean? Yeah, he was. Don't tell him yeah, what he, what, yeah exactly. Ben's don't tell him what he might say. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Yeah, he was funny. Dr. Ben, you mm-hmm. know, if you see Dr. Ben's favorite restaurant was this restaurant on 135th Street and Lenox Avenue, now they call it Malcolm X Boulevard, called Pam Pam's. So you would, you know, if you go in there, you liable to see Dr. Ben sitting down holding court. And let me mm-hmm. tell you, it was no joke whenever yeah. Dr. Ben yeah. held court. Now, wow. Amos was a, Amos was the real deal. Yeah. Yes, the most sir. dangerous. I never saw him in person, but I, all of them. yeah, I never saw him in person. I saw all the others. I saw, oh, man, I worked for him. Yeah. I worked for him for a little while. Okay. So I knew him, I knew him pretty decent. You know what I mean? But I knew that Amos was the most dangerous as far as I'm concerned. When you look at his works, Amos was the most dangerous black man in America. Don't let nobody yeah. fool you. That's why I believe they killed him. That's why I believe they because killed him. Because the things, the things mm-hmm. that Amos was teaching and the way that Amos was opening up the eyes from you having an African perspective was why the, I don't care what nobody said, they killed him. Yeah, because the one thing that I think Amos is founded on that to me from being around Dr. Clark was Dr. Clark said, and this goes back to when I first met Dr. Clark in the eighties, mm-hmm. around eighty, I say around eighty two, eighty three, eighty four. Mm-hmm. In that area was when I first met Dr. Clark. No, eighty eighty two, because I took his class at Hunter in eighty three. Okay. Um. Dr. Clark said that to know history and to really understand history, you had to know the history of the white man. Mm. Mm -hmm. You had to not only know his history in order to compare your history to the lives of his history. Mm -hmm. And that was... (laughs) Something that was deep. Now, Amos took it to another level where he broke down the psychology of the European and the psychology and the value system of the African. Mm -hmm. 
A lot of mm-hmm. people don't under, understand that. There's a different psychology and valuable and principle to psychology from an African perspective than from a European right. perspective. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that was what that was one of the things that Amos was teaching because Amos could break it down. If you ever study the works of Amos, compare the works of Amos to a a a, a psychologist that's a Yorugu, mm-hmm. and you would see the total fast difference right. on how the Yorugu right. is not humane. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. So I mean I that. That was the that was the that was the lesson from Amos and Amos was just a real just yeah. a real nice yeah. nice brother. Yeah. Approachable brother. That's exactly he wasn't he I, would take a little time because he was always on the go. He was always busy to try to give something to you. But he was about mm-hmm. black people, man. He was right. about African people. Right. He was Hold about on, the the community. Hold on, Jay. Let, me, just, let me let me let me. To me, he was he was out of this world. No doubt, no doubt, he deserves to be honored. And, and believe me, on this program, he's truly admired, respected, and honored. Uh, let me catch yes. this. Let me see if I can catch Paul right on. Uh, or let me see if I can catch Paul. Oh, and Sister Hybia, hang on. Brother Paul, brother Paul, are you there now? Brother Paul, up? Ah. Oh, not still not. Okay, Sister Hybia. Yeah. How you doing, dear? Hello. How about Ghani? Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. Ujima. 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 Yeah. Ujima. I, I was hoping you would get Brother Paul in too and say how about Ghani to him. Too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a- yeah, and I'm enjoying your program. It was very powerful, very uh, beautiful, and you know it, it's in the role of collective work and responsibility. That's what it is. Together. And I wanted to say, I say to uh, some of our great uh, uh, Babas and freedom fighters, and Dr. John, Jahan, but John, Dr. Joseph Ben Jokana, Dr. Ben, Dr. Ben, no joke, he's he's not a joke. He took us to Egypt. Um, He he led a cadre of us to Egypt. He is so brilliant. He is such an excellent scholar. He loves our people. He's written so many books. And documentaries, and you know, I attended lectures uh, and conferences. Doctor uh, Benjamin and Doctor John Henry Clark—they were together, and they respected and 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 loved each other yes, so much. That's true. You know, and I know one time we were at a conference, and and uh, Doctor Benjamin said, "Yeah, I want to give uh, respect and reverence to my elder," is making reference to John Henry Clark. So I just want to say they were yeah awesome leaders. And yep. definitely was no joke. And yep. freedom fighters, warriors, and definitely following the principles of Kwanzaa. I say. I say. All right. All right, my sister. All right, family. It unfortunately is that time again. <laughs> so I'm going to uh close the show. Close the show. <laughs> close out the program. But I wanna do this before I uh, do this uh, as I mentioned um times before, how we can use because, see, I believe that Kwanzaa is not just a celebration. Kwanzaa is something that we can instill into our everyday lives to transform us, to be the people we must be, to move ourselves into the 21st century as a free, 
proud and productive people. That's what I believe Kwanzaa can do for us, you know. So, so like, you know, uh, the number 13, the number 13, these Caucasians want us to believe it was a bad number, evil number. No 13th uh, floor on some hotels, no 13th row in some airlines, you know, Friday the 13th, you know, all this stuff about the number 13. Well, really, the number 13 is a number of transformation. Hey, Brother Paul, is that you? Can you hear me, Baba Ochi? Oh, we can hear you now. Yes, sir. I don't know what happened there, but, you know, some technical nonsense. But, uh, you know, I know you ain't got a lot of time, so I'm not going to be long. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, you know, uh, what I'm going to do, uh, uh, I'm going to speak to Brother Er because you gave him my details, and that brother was so proficient. He just phoned me up on... Uh, face to face and he just looked like someone I knew all my life and you know what I mean and so (laughs) the reality is is that I'm going to speak to him because I I want him you know if, 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 if he's up to it if he feels like doing it or somebody to interview you and because I, I want to learn just like the elder says and there's other things I want to I want to know what it was like when you was in the fire brigade and, and what the, your experiences with these devils okay. I want to know um, you know I know you know you got two, two daughters who you are as a father I want to know more about you because you're very interesting you know well, the way you <laughs> the way the way the way you um, balance this program and the respect I hear people have for you I need to know more about you because you're 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 like a you're an example you're a template you're brilliant so well, you know listen, we I appreciate that when we pass away we need to give props to our people in their lives so you just keep it going baba all right, thank you, Good thank point. you, brother Paul. Good point. Well, you know what we're gonna do? I'm gonna hook you and, and, and since since you and, and brother uh, Irv are hooked up, and Irv, and Irv is my man. In fact, Irv will be uh, co-hosting with me again and again until he gets his own program. That's right, brother <laughs> Irv. Gets his own program. Thank you. <laughs> See, and so what we'll do is we'll hook that up, and that'll be a day where you guys can just that, interview that, me, that, that, ask me all kinds my, of questions. Uh, that's my wish for next year that that happened. That's what I want to happen. Definitely. All right. Then we'll, then we're going to make it. it happen. We're going to make it happen. So let me close thank this. You. All right. Thank you. Let me close this out. Um, the number 13 is the number of transformation. 12 completes the cycle. 13 begins the new. How many uh, jurors on a trial? 12 plus the judge? 13. How many signs in the zodiac? 12 plus the sun? 13. How many nights at the so-called round table? The fiction is a, you, of course, you know that the round table of King Arthur was fictional. They, you know, but the British don't have no real history. So they make shit up. But, but there were 12 nights at the round table plus King Arthur, 13. See, so you understand where I'm going with this number 13. 12 completes the cycle, 13 begins to new. Okay? So now, how can we put this number 13 into our lives? To transform us as brothers and sisters who are respect each other, willing to work with each other and change the dynamics. Okay? Here's how you do it. First, take the seven principles. Umoja, unity. Kujichagalia, self-determination. Ujima, collective work responsibility. Ujama, cooperative economics. Nia, purpose. Kumba, creativity and Imani, faith. Hold those seven. Hold those seven. Add to them the five C's. The first C is consciousness. Consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are culturally, who you are historically. Consciousness is 
is what is necessary for you to move and make you understand who you are without anybody telling you this ain't who you are. No, you got consciousness. And because you got confidence, then you have the next C. Confidence. Confidence. I ain't talking about ego. I ain't talking about tripping. I ain't talking about none of that. Thinking you all no. You got confidence. You know who you are. You know your capabilities. You know you stand firm on your principles. Confidence. The third C is courage. Because you got consciousness and confidence, you develop courage. You can go, you can go anywhere. You can do anything because you got courage. You want to take the test, the promotion, you get it because why? You got courage. And then the fourth C, conscience. Conscience. Knowing what is morally right and wrong and doing what's right. Standing on firm foundation. Doing things right when no one's looking. Being a man of your word. Being a man of your word. Being a woman of your word. That's what's, that's conscience. And then the last C, conviction. Conviction. Yes, you didn't get the degree this year because you had some setbacks because you had to do, do things with family. Or no, you couldn't go there because other things happened. But no matter what detours or pitfalls are in your path, you overcome them because you got conviction. So now, you have the seven principles and you have the five C's. How much is seven plus five? Twelve plus you? There you go, family. Instill them in your everyday lives. Be the kind of men and women we need to make this transformation. Brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind's of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and they sure in hell don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, have a blessed and wonderful day. The day of Ujima, collecting work and responsibility. Do something positive. Celebrate Kwanzaa. Be who we are. Shimhotep means go in peace. A sante sana means thank you. BB Fahodier means our victorious destiny. Family, we will be victorious. Peace. All right.